Titanic on DVD or Blu-ray? I have it on DVD. On DVD. Do you mm-hmm. have it on VHS? Not anymore. But I had the two tapes. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you the type of Titanic fan that you would want to just collect every version of it? Or are you just like, I'm fine. I have it on DVD. I have it somewhere. For Yeah, as long as I just have it. Okay. I don't really Accessible. care about all the mediums. I did buy the Lego Titanic thing. Do you oh, know it's about just this? the Titanic that you build out of Legos? It's, yeah. Wait, isn't that the biggest set they've ever done? Yes. And it's broken? Did you build it? I, I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, it's okay. not broken. It's Ooh. back-ordered, and it <gasps> comes in, like, mid-December, <gasps> and it was $630. You're going to need to have a fucking party just <laughs> I, to have people build it. I think I'm going to, like, wow. do a Twitch stream of it here and there to, like, do, do fundraisers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, Keller's right. You could have a party and literally divvy it up bag by bag. Oh, like, yeah. And have, just have come over people and, build it with you yeah. for fun. That'd be... Let's... Yeah. Come on over, okay. friends. But have Titanic on in the background and what a party! You know, best kind. Wow, just play Celine Dion on loop. I think, <laughs> I think my my, I think our buddy Adam has Titanic in 3D, and I think I can borrow. You it. You gotta get it. Didn't you work on it? I did. I worked on it. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm sure we've had this conversation before. Already, I think so because I told you about the stars. That's like the only noteworthy thing about. They like fix the stars. Oh, right. Because right. Neil deGrasse Tyson complained about them. Yeah, he's like, these aren't. In, in 1912, that wasn't how the star, the constellations Honestly, were in the dude, night sky. Pay above attention the... to the fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> Jack is dying. Yeah. That's the way the stars look. <laughs> Eat shit. Man, we don't come into yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't have any astrology facts yeah. that I can yeah. actually yeah. know. But <laughs> None. Uh, actually, None. you're an asshole, man. It's just not fun to watch movies with folks like that. No, he does it. Whatever. It's it's no, it, he doesn't. You know. Yeah. Right. He doesn't. Can you imagine what he would say of the movie John Carter? Don't even get me started. Yeah, you couldn't breathe. Wow, I forgot like, about that real. movie until yeah. you said it just now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> that's sorry. Every, he had to dredge that every, back up. Everybody else on the planet too. <laughs> it's Hector's favorite. Yeah, one of my. I put it no. in like your top ten favorite movies. Top ten. It's in my top 50. You proselytize like no other for that Wow, film. good word. Somebody just watched Midnight Mass yep. with <laughs> me mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. <laughs> and grew up in church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's jump into it so that we can get through talking about this film. Um, thank you. Favorites. Thanks for clicking on it, everybody. This is the 500 Greatest Films podcast. My name is Hector. Sitting across from me is what the... is the place? What? You said thanks for clicking on it, but what if it autoplays? Oh, well, that's still thanks for clicking on the show. At some point, it autoplayed. I don't, I don't think know. this is autoplaying after an episode of another person's podcast. Uh, if they have like their new podcast on a playlist. <laughs> okay. Mine does that. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this. Thank you. However, it's Don't happening. pigeonhole us to people However, on computers. Thanks for, um, yeah, thanks for <laughs> to people on what? Y'all, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Sitting across from me is the Rowan Atkinson to my Hugh Grant, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi. That was my Hugh my <laughs> Rowan Atkinson <laughs> Rowan impression. Atkinson, pretty good. <laughs> um, and today on the show, we have a returning guest joining the Three Timers Club, mm-hmm. which <laughs> I guess she's excited Your about Your jacket's it. back ordered yeah. along with that Titanic set. <laughs> Thank so. goodness. It's going to arrive mid-December. Yep. And we're going to have a party putting it together. Toys they just keep, keep falling. fucking falling over, don't uh, they? Eternal, more like uh, uh, temporary. You know what I mean? <laughs> keep <laughs> that falling was over. Good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Keller, would you like to introduce our three-timer guest? Uh, one of the greats. Uh, host of the Bechtel cast, which is one of the best podcasts 
ever made. Ever oh. made by human beings. Wow. By human beings. Mm-hmm. There's some robot podcasts that got you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the AI podcasts. people yeah, 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 are yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Can't, you can't beat those There's algorithms. that one with those two dogs <laughs> just barking the microphone. Yeah, those are, that's that cute pretty too. Good. You can't beat that. But no, Caitlin Durante. The human, best of all human time. Human podcaster. Human, human comedian. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Caitlin, you're the best. Oh, you guys are the best. We're so happy I to don't have need you here. this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, how did you guys meet again? How did you become friends? Was it through the Nerd Melt? I hired you as an intern. <gasps> yep. Nerd Melt, yeah. Mm-hmm. You hired Keller? Mm-hmm. And she interviewed me and I everything. Was a with Nolan. <gasps> I walked in and they were both like, hey, have you seen the lobster? It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that interview went? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. It was basically I, you guys just what? shitting on the lobster and it's like, yeah, just be here this day. Or I want to be hired by you too. That's so cool. Damn, dude. It was so funny. Did, uh, did, Keller, did you get the job by just talking about how great Paddington and Alfred Molina are? And then I don't you know just if got even Paddington the... existed yet. Whoa. Well, as a concept, Paddington's yeah. been around. <laughs> as a concept. As, it's never not As existed. a concept. As a, Since yeah. the dawn of time. <laughs> mm-hmm, Since mm-hmm. time immemorial, man has written on the In caves. In the beginning. What if a bear the wore a hat? created... Heaven and Earth. And then on the second day, Paddington. And on the third day, Marmalade. Marmalade. Mm-hmm. I think, okay. <laughs> yeah. The oranges predate the bear, <laughs> but the bear predates the sandwich. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Um, all right. Caitlin, have you ever regretted hiring Keller? I never have. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was a good uh, employee. You were. Thank you. <laughs> Even though you I just said, said it about myself. <laughs> and also you just said I was good employee. You didn't say I was a good employee. I wasn't I didn't have to talk to anybody. I was good employee. I was a good employee. <laughs> I was good employee. <laughs> I, good. I was good work dude. I smart. <laughs> I good work. Uh, <laughs> I stand. I stamp. I concur. I give soda. I stamp good. I give soda. <laughs> I take money. I give money. Paddington. Candy. The caveman pointing at a wall. Mm-hmm. Comedy. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. Anyone to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all it takes. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, Caitlin, it's always Keller and I's joy that uh, <laughs> that you're on the show when you get to come over and hang out with us and watch a movie and we had lunch and we, you know, it, it's always great. And, and, and it's a highlight of my week, but especially this week when Keller's like, okay, we got Caitlin coming over. She's coming over Wednesday to do mm. the movie awesome yeah, a nice yeah. noon one too oh, and right oh, we have the whole evening yeah. ahead of us <laughs> oh my goodness gracious we've, but we've we've been so productive already mm-hmm. and exactly. it's just uh what a day and you have such a great home oh, thank you i love being here you're coming back we gotta watch shrek four ever after here. thank you i'm <laughs> sorry shrek one two and three also thank for the shrekathon yes. we're gonna have a shrekathon thank you thank you and, you and i'm correctly that time. i'm such a <laughs> fan of shrek but even i will be like we don't have to watch puss in boots we don't have to watch any of the shorts any of the you know little like really interstitials. you do that for us yeah i would mm. i would i'd okay. fucking leave if you try to put on puss in boots yeah like, all right if i try to be like Guess now go see a movie now here's the here's this here's the short yeah. film with simon cowell that they did that's spoofing american idol i would cut Why all that out why did oh, they make yeah. that because it was 2004. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. remember how this movie that we haven't mentioned, named yet, <laughs> uh, makes multiple pop culture references? Yeah. That's what Shrek is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we love it for that. And yeah. those Honestly, references are never dated. Yeah. And I love every one of them. When and they, I think All-Stars should be in every yeah. movie. When the people of Far, Far Away run from one burning Starbucks into mm. another Starbucks across the street, it's like... That holds up. That joke still holds up. Honestly, what it's not I more so. What I love is, for example, 
the how the movie is you know target audience children mm-hmm, and then there's mm-hmm. like a flash da- dance mm-hmm, reference at mm-hmm, the end that all mm-hmm. the kids know and love mm-hmm. you know pinocchio's wearing a thong just like solid Ugh. solid jokes yeah. <laughs> yep yeah yipes. yep yipes that joke that's in shrek too which people say is the best Shrek, but you know what's actually the best Shrek? Shrek Forever After. Short on my arm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Somebody watch. <laughs> that Shrek Forever is the best Shrek my dream. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's get into talking actually about this movie because Caitlin already watched it yesterday mm-hmm. once. Because she doesn't like herself. <laughs> <laughs> watched it again with us. True. True facts. To, you know, is the type of guest who like took notes. So I can mm. like, I I've never taken that. notes. Can I read you my first note? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> We get it. He's always late for weddings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seriously. What it's a really movie, good note taking. What movie could we be talking we'll about? We'll never know. Person who didn't click on this episode, but it's just auto playing. Well, we're going to tell you. you. We're going to tell you. But first, we're going to hand the magazine, Empire Magazine from 2008, to Sir Giles, our resident British man and announcer, so he can tell us what movie we're talking about today, this afternoon. Sir Giles, take it away. 375, four weddings and. A funeral, 1994. Director (laughs) Mike Newell. The film that established Richard Curtis, Dickie Kurtz, Dick Kurtz, as a brand is often unfairly marked. The truth is that all rom-com writers are aiming for this mix of sly wit, genuine feeling, and farce. What's it, what was the last word? Farce. 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 It's about Charles. There's a farce. I, I, I still don't, don't know. know. It's farcical. Farce. Uh, oh, farce. <laughs> oh, farce. I was farcical. hearing fuss. Like, oh, don't make a fuss. Don't make yes. a fuss. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was hearing fuss, the word F-A-S-S, which I'm like, I don't know what that word means. Mm-mm. But farce, of course. Farce. 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 Thank you, Sir Giles. Um, I agree 100%. <laughs> Caitlin, why did you pick this movie when I'm assuming Keller sent you a list of some stuff, upcoming mm-hmm. stuff? Now, probably years ago, probably this like two, two years, years ago. Yeah, this yeah. is quite some time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I had been on before. Again, thank you so much for mm. having me back. Duh. The other two movies I really love that I came on for. So I was like, let's mix it up. Let's do a movie I hate because I have so much fun talking about movies I hate. And it's I maybe saw more fun. It's way more fun. Um, and I saw that this was an option and I first saw this movie, I think in college, cause it's on all these lists of like mm-hmm. the best movie, the best, the best rom-com. British movies, yeah. the best rom-com. Have you done best, this for the yeah. Bechtelcast yet? No, we haven't. No. Oh, you guys would have fun. Oh, oh yeah. Does it yeah, even yeah, yeah. pass? Yeah. Uh, um, honestly, uh, I barely pay attention to that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're so far beyond that test. Yeah. We've transcended the Bechtel test actually. Um, <laughs> the Durante test, Durante Loftus test. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, I I hated it when I first saw it. Like I don't know, fifteen years ago, and yeah. um, I, I want to get not... I want to get into that. You saw it in college, you said, mm-hmm. and we've talked about Love Actually. Yes. And I feel I feel like a lot of people our age, our generation ish, who like adore Love Actually, maybe saw it when they were kind of young, like teenagers, mm-hmm. or do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When did it come out? Like 2000, isn't Two, it? Yeah. Right? 2000? 2003, I want to say. Yes. Early 2000s, which yeah. is like close to 20 years ago. Right. Um, so we were all youngins mm-hmm. and in schools and stuff. And before the crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before the crash of 08. 
Uh, but I came to love actually also kind of as an as a college age, like mm-hmm. as a, as somebody in my twenties. Yeah, and so I didn't have this romantic nostalgia for it or feelings about it. I I did kind of see you were it. Jehovah's Witness, so you didn't care about Christmas. Yeah, that's number one. <laughs> I was raised a Jehovah's Witness for a little bit. And so coming into this, like, what is this? Why are they putting things on trees? I don't understand. Too much red. What's with all the, like, I don't get it. Um, how can you just show up to somebody's door unannounced? Which I was right. You can't really do that. Um, but uh, do you think that the reason you disliked it is because you, for four weddings and a funeral, funeral I mean, like, is it because we all didn't see it when it came out in 1994. We weren't there. And if we did, we were too young. But we were seeing it as an adult, and you're really picking up on, like, how the men and women are treating one another, how the relationships are working at an adult level. Like, why? what was it that made you go, I dislike this? I mean, you mean the same way that, like, uh, someone who came to love actually later yes. and where it was like, Could oh, be this, like I don't, this is problematic. I don't see the appeal. Yeah, yep. this is problematic. Thank you, yeah. I don't even think so because I just saw, I wasn't like looking at movies through mm-hmm. like any sort of nuanced lens in whatever 2005 when I saw Four Weddings and a Funeral. Mm-hmm. It was more just that I didn't, I hated the script. I did not find the love story compelling even a little bit. Mm. I weren't you like in film school? I was in film school. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much for bringing it up. Of course. Uh, if anybody needs to learn how to do anything in yeah. film, like write or anything else, mm-hmm. just talk to Caitlin. Mostly just the writing thing. Anything. I, I can't. If you know how to hold a, you want to know how to hold a boom, 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 boom. Caitlin, Caitlin, <laughs> boom, Caitlin. Uh, so yeah, I just I thought it was a a, sh- a bad movie that I didn't like. I mm-hmm. didn't think it was funny. A lot of rom coms are not funny. There's no jokes in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I found it really irritating and I also don't like Andy McDowell and I don't. What? Oh my God. This is a huge revelation. We'll get into it. Breaking news. Breaking news. news. Okay. I don't, um, I mean, maybe I'll regret saying that. I don't like hate her. No, but no, I think (laughs) it's fair. We were talking about, we were watching the movie. We're like. You know, what is it about this actress, Andy McDowell? She was, she's in Groundhog Day. And we all love Groundhog Day. Which I love, yes. We all adore that film. Everyone here loves Groundhog Day. (laughs) Straight up masterpiece, right? Like, like, I think Groundhog Day is one of the best movies. It's one of the best movies ever Mm -hmm. made. Ever made. Is that on this list? And if it's not, we'll burn it. I'm sure it is. Yeah. That would be wild if it wasn't. Anyway. Also, there's love actually on the list. We'll we'll have to check. But but Andy McDowell, Groundhog Day. What else was she in you guys were talking about? She's in Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Right. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that might be... And then she's in a bunch of L'Oreal commercials. Yeah. I mean, very beautiful actress. Mm. Very... She, like, reminds me of my mom. Because mm. I think probably in the 90s, her and my mom kind of looked similar. They had this sort of big black hair. Okay. You know, we were saying, like, that's that's kind of the look. I confuse her with Minnie Driver. Right, yes. With the big curly hair and, mm-hmm. you know, like, almost a Julia Roberts kind of like, oh, there's a big smile there. There's a, there, you know, that's it's... A, she was a, in Ready or Not. A woman with s- sort of strong features, oh, I guess. I forgot about What's that. What's Ready or Not? Is that like... She gets married and the family's like, we have to play a scary game. <laughs> rich. Oh, oh the newer one? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking Annie McDowell's in that? Yeah, Annie McDowell. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, she's in the new Footloose. Yeah, so she's she's had a long time career, but I, but I don't think that this is wrong to say. I feel like she did kind of have a lot of popularity in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So we were like, why is that? What is it about this particular actress and the roles that she picked? And um, 
I think we we all also said like she is she can be very charming. I think she's very likable. Sure. You know, in Groundhog Day, but I like the way her character is written in that right in this movie and maybe mm-hmm. th- maybe the reason i don't like her is actually not her fault it's just that her <laughs> character in this movie is like weird and yeah. all of her interactions with hugh grant are weird and yes. she's written in such a way where we basically know nothing about mm-hmm. her 100 percent. so yeah it's know. definitely from the perspective of hugh grant's character mm-hmm. like his point of view kind of a thing so you see it in college you dislike the movie mm-hmm. and then years later you're like i want to watch this again with Hector and Keller and talk about so it. That so that was the last time you saw it? <laughs> yeah. Before, before yesterday. Wow. Wow. And I thought I thought there might have been a chance like, oh, maybe I was being too hard on uh-huh. it or, you know, my sensibilities have changed no, considerably. It, got worse. it just mm-hmm. definitely got worse. Yeah. Um, so you watched it yesterday and then rewatching it again today. What are your overall thoughts on the movie now? Go. <sighs> Boring. Too long. Why is it two hours long? It should be no longer than 90 minutes. It should be um, two weddings in a funeral. It should be called <laughs> You five... can fucking get those four weddings in a funeral out there. What should yeah. we call it? Well, here's my funny joke. Should we call it five funerals? Because what is a wedding if not a funeral? <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Wow. Someone hates wedding culture and it's me. Um, <laughs> and then... Watching this movie does kind of make me hate wedding culture. I, I cry at weddings. My British dad just got married. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, congratulations to my dad. And I teared up a little. And it's like, I do love going to weddings. But seeing this, and can you imagine going to four weddings and four British weddings and in a row? The they're all just at wedding. a church. Yeah. Except yeah. for the Scottish one is slightly yeah. more Scottish <laughs> than the other ones. But the other ones are all the exact same. Yeah, they differ slightly. Yeah. Same songs. Mm-hmm. Same clothes. Yeah. <sighs> Caitlin, are you married? I'm not married. Are you gonna nor do I think I will thrice divorced. Be. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> that explains a lot. That explains a lot. No, uh, I'm fa- famously single. That's why if she you... has a cigar and a long stick. Yeah. <laughs> thrice divorced <laughs> and a big hat. Ooh, yes. mysterious lady. <laughs> if you were here's a hypothetical. If you were to get married, if mm-hmm. you decided, hey, everything's lining up, I want to get married. Um I, I found a person, like let's do this, whatever. What kind of a wedding do you think you would want to have? What kind? Have you thought about that at all? I would go In to a, a courthouse. No courthouse British done. People. No one else is invited except for like whatever the <laughs> witness who needs Kaylin, to be can there. We go? Please. Okay. That sounds Kaylin, fine. Please go. You can be my co-witnesses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'll bring a big Shrek standout <laughs> cutting st- uh, cut out standy. Uh what what about a party to celebrate that? I would have to? a party. Yeah. 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 What kind of party? Shrek <laughs> we're gonna invite smash mouth they will be there well i kind of made the joke that i was going to commission a building of the of a replica of titanic and then have have a wedding on that so maybe my party my wedding party <sighs> my reception would be and then we're all just it, it would be the, Midnight we hits. all remember the scene from titanic uh-huh. where Wait, they go below deck and they uh-huh. have like the third class party uh-huh. and rose yeah. is like well do you think a third class a first class girl can't drink and like you know they're clogging and that. the bagpipes are there and wow it's great like so it'd be that that would be my that'd be amazing party. The, the wedding cake could have like a little fondant Jack fondant like, like halfway through the water while Rose is on the door. Yeah, and cool. there could be a bunch of rich people upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> just wherever you have yeah. it, there's a party where there's rich people upstairs. And we cut away to it, and it's super boring. Yeah, exactly, yeah. they're not having fun. But then no. Kathy Bates shows up, and she's a riot. <gasps> Billy Zane comes to the party, but and he's only like, allowed upstairs. Yeah, and he dies. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to get into the party with a child. Like, please, my child. I have a child. <laughs> 
how does someone do that in the middle of the ceremony it's or whatever? Movie. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. Are there any objections? And then is there like, like oh, a child? Is there like a club mix version of My Heart Will Go On? Oh, be, there, right? there's yeah, 100% there's techno. definitely is. <laughs> like a Europe PN version of that. Man, remember dubstep? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Sorry, I just had to. I live in dubstep. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Okay, I'd go to that party. Skrillex for life. Yeah. So uh, dubstep remix. It's my heart will go on. So, four weddings and a funeral. Boring, too long. Um, Not do you, funny. I don't think the script. I don't know. I mean, I. What are you talking about? You don't think it has sly wit, genuine feeling, and thos? <laughs> I think no. The one thing I do appreciate hey, it. This movie is a farce. <laughs> Marriage is a farce. Mm. Amen, brother. You're taking the words right out of my mouth. You're engaged to be married, right, Keller? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. great, great. Except great. for that one, idiot. Thrice divorced. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it, got it. My marriage isn't a farce. Everyone else's is a farce. A farce. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, the one that thing I do appreciate, and I wrote it in my little notebook here. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie basically comes down on this message of, you know, you know, not everyone has to get married, and that's okay but because. But then it does end with everyone getting married, mm-hmm. and it ends with basically Hugh Grant proposing marriage because he's like, "Will you promise to Never not get married. get married to me, but forever? <laughs> like, stay with me forever, mm-hmm. but let's just not get married about it." And I'm like, "Well, but they what's did the get married, right? Or no? They, they had a kid. They had, had a, a kid. baby, but I don't see. I don't think we see like them in their like wedding in that photos. in like a photo montage. Right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, great." Mm-hmm. Oh, so they yeah. have a child out of wedlock? Sin much? Sin. Okay, well, that's another point knocked is that, off. Is that a point for or against the the central message at the end that the fact that he was like, I'm so over weddings, this is this is such a false, this whole institution is so mm-hmm. dumb, but I do just want to be with you, whereas every other character kind of gets like, yeah, maybe they could have, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that they like have it. They stay committed and they have a child together. As far as we know, their commitment lasts until a baby is born and it's a little infant for a little while. And then who knows? (laughs) Question mark. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I guess it's just like, uh, yeah, I mean, you can, you know, do the things without having to, you know, enter into a holy matrimony Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Every single one of these was a holy matrimony. They were so holy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's true. Holy. <laughs> it's true. Uh, is there anything else that you... Well, actually... Thoughts on Hugh Grant? Go. Uh, <laughs> that's my number one Look, problem with the movie. I found him to be mostly irritating through my most of my life until he was in Paddington 2. Yes. And then Fair. it was Fair. the best performance we've any of us have ever seen. He was great in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phenomenal even. Like, finally could cut loose and be fun instead of being <sighs> this, like befuddled awkward you know mm. dry british man that i don't like uh whoa keller what are your overall thoughts on the movie i don't like it either okay <laughs> long okay boring <laughs> not funny okay it thinks it's so funny yeah it's like we're gonna throw some regular old slapstick <sighs> goose in the middle of british this humor sly wit british humor is hit and miss for me when it hits for me, it hits hard. I think here's and the when deal: humor's me, hit and miss for me. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I think I like to. Um, I feel like I laugh at most funny things. Yeah, but I mean, it all. I don't know if my brain. It's like our brains aren't broken. No, the hay bale fell on his head. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, and the and yeah, the way that the uh, character stutters, the way I am now, and the like, way that they, I love some slapstick stuff. 
Yeah, like sure. That scene in it just has to be good. Steve Martin's The Pink Panther. Pink Panther too. Throwing wine bottles around. Oh, oh, oh boy, <laughs> classic lowbrow. So 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 good. But then there's a scene comedy. that lasts for what has to be oh. at least five minutes. Oh my where god! Hugh Grant is in a room. Mm-hmm. The the bride and groom from I think the second wedding comes in, starts having sex with each other. They don't notice Hugh Grant at all, so he could just easily, like, casually, wouldn't even have to sneak out of the room. Could have moonwalked out. Truly cartwheeled out of the Mm -hmm, room. mm -hmm. They wouldn't have noticed. But he's acting like, oh, my God, I have to be so discreet over here. I'm going to get caught. go hide in a literal water closet. (laughs) He opens a door, and it's a sink. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was real. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see this sink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Close the door. door. weird, right? (laughs) Like yeah, that's I can't that's sleep there. with that sink right there. You know what <laughs> I hate? On. You know what I hated about that scene too is it, it does the thing that a lot of comedy movies or I guess TV shows do, where they show people having sex, but it's so over the top, so comical, so mm. comical. You're like, that's not real. No one's ever had sex like that. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's so oh baby, oh yeah. It's so fakey and over the top. Mm-hmm. It made me think of MacGruber. Have you seen MacGruber? Yes. The sex scene in MacGruber is the funniest thing <laughs> in the world because it starts <laughs> and it's real. Mm-hmm. And it's awkward, and you're watching it, but they play like, doom, 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 doom. They take the song from I think Top Gun, and they mm-hmm. like, baby, don't let it to take these broken wings. And it's like a real sex scene, and every and Kristen Wiig's into it, and Will, Will Forte, like they're all committing and stuff, and then it just cuts to, eh, 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 <laughs> and it's the worst horrific thing. And then as soon as it's over, thank God, he goes to the graveyard to see the ghost of his wife. Mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph and like ask for forgiveness for right. having sex with somebody else and she goes and they do it again that's good comedy everybody it's hysterical because part of it is real and then again it cuts to him by himself going next to a gravestone and like the like the graveyard guy sees him at night like this guy with his pants down you see his butt that's so funny to me and this anytime you do the over the top fakey sex it's just, it doesn't work. Never works. It would have been funnier if these two people were like acting as though they were having sex it's and it like felt in, more uh, real. You know, it'd be more awkward and more real if it's like, oh my God, Hugh, get out of there. Get out of there. For right. Getting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Where they're having sex in opposite bedrooms, but really making a show out of it. Yeah. Both yeah. of them. Yep. To, a similar yep. thing happens in Easy A. Oh, like, yes. Two people are mm-hmm. pretending to have sex, but mm-hmm. they're doing they're it very animatedly yeah, yeah, to yeah. make it but seem. But that all makes sense because they're all right. pretending in exactly. those contexts. You know, they're trying to be heard for some, you know, for revenge or whatever. Because that just sounded. But those. Pretending. You know, yeah, I hated that scene. Pretend. And it was so long and not funny. Yeah. No. My overall thoughts on the movie are. I don't like the script. I don't like the jokes. I especially don't like Hugh Grant and his character mm-hmm. and his sort of like acting style in 1994. Sure. I don't like Annie McDowell's character, Mm-mm. but I like some of the side characters. I yeah. liked how the best scene in the movie is the funeral because it was from the man that we were like, oh shit, this is a gay character. Mm-hmm. That whole storyline, I was like, for 1994, yeah, pretty good. Queer representation yeah. that... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, wasn't terrible for the mid '90s. That was we were saying like, are they closeted characters? Is that why they refer to the the his lover and boyfriend as like his his closest friend? And you're mm-hmm. like, that's sad. Yeah, right. that he has to you know be there and be called the closest friend. And and I also liked the fact that there's a deaf actor playing a deaf character. There's mm-hmm. one scene where the joke, you know, it's like you're like we talked. We can get into that, but yeah. those things I like and the story, I'm fine with it going from 
wedding to wedding to wedding to funeral to wedding. Yeah, it's it's nice to have these like structural it should have been kind of three things. weddings, a funeral, and a wedding. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, the title's wrong. But I think that the script uh, wants me and us, the audience, to think that it is very romantic or very it's so funny. Clever. And, and so clever, and I don't think it's either of those three things. It's not romantic, clever, and or funny for that me. we're rooting for yeah. Hugh Grant and Annie McDowell, which I'm not even 1% no. doing. Absolutely. No. Yeah, they're almost actively bad people. <laughs> um, you right? Know, I, don't, I don't feel bad when Hugh Grant makes a really crash joke about a woman, and then mm-hmm. the guy's like, I married her. Right. About her sleeping around or something. He's like, yeah. right, excellent, quite right, quite right. And then goes and hits his head on a post like, oh, I'm such a dummy. It's like, dude, you are an asshole. And you, you s- only did that because you were trying to prevent that guy who you thought was going to hit on this woman you mm-hmm. have a crush on from hitting on her. Mm-hmm. So you like did that to make him, that other guy seem bad because you're a selfish twat. Asshole. Oh, asshole. Nice. done. <laughs> so... What, what would you guys say are things that you, I mentioned some of them, are things that you did like about the movie that you think are good? Those things you said. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Some good bow ties. Um, yes. Let's see. The, da, da, da. Yeah. Um, Go through your notes. Through my notes. Americans are dumb. They were right. Um, mm-hmm. I like the way that Andy McDowell says regularly because she says, Regularly. Regularly. What? Sounds like Miss Piggy. She's doing a a Kermit impression? What is this? There's that scene where he goes to her room at the boatman, the little pub, and they're talking about skulking. First wedding. Night of the first wedding. Night of the first wedding. Mm -hmm. He's like, I was just going to skulk around or something like that. And she's like, oh, do you skulk regularly? Funny the way Andy, she says it. Andy, can we take it. that one you know more what? time? You know Andy, what? can we do this one more time? Why does she sound like Janice from Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem, that puppet that's like, oh man, I don't know. Okay, you guys. <laughs> Why does she sound like that? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. I don't okay. have the answer, no. Okay, okay, None great. None of us will. So you liked how she says regularly. Compared to the three uh-huh. Muppets just now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Miss Biggie, Kermit, and Janice, kind of all in one. You know? And then later in the movie, she's like, waka, waka. And you're like, what is she doing? She wants to fuck that chicken. The choices are weird in this. I know. Camilla, the chicken. Mm. Um, so that was my favorite part of the movie, where okay. she is not very good at pronouncing words. It's interesting. And you were like, it's because she's from South, South Carolina. Carolina. So but she, she doesn't want to know Well, I think she's trying that. to yeah. mask yes. a southern accent in Terribly. a lot of the lines in this movie. And she's not doing it effectively. Yeah, she should have just leaned into having a southern accent, right? Right. Because then it's like, there's a country bumpkin in the UK. Yeah, I want to see this. (laughs) What the heck? This is just like Beverly Hillbillies. Exactly. (laughs) A country, a charming country bumpkin. just like Shanghai Nights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go through all your notes, Caitlin. What else did you write down that you wanted? You have this set of notes and then another? Oh, from yesterday or No, this is from other (gasps) movies. Other notes. Other other podcasts. Can we hear some of those too? Okay. Okay. (laughs) What did I say? How did you feel uh, about? (laughs) Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, didn't uh, like it when Iron Man died. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, some of, I was using this as a joke notebook, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes. you don't have to read you, your jokes. No. You don't have to air those <laughs> untested jokes on us, please. Yeah, I, sh- I shan't be doing that. Can you do a type five real quick? This <laughs> is. <laughs> you know what? I've forgotten 
all of my stand-up material because I haven't done stand-up in a year and a half. Yeah. And now I don't know how to do comedy anymore. And right. it's really sure depressing me. Well, stop watching Mike Newell movies. It's <laughs> going to help. They're going to go up there and like, I got this hay bale. <laughs> it's honestly motivated because I'm like, I can write something. Yeah. Fall on my head later. <laughs> I was motivated too. Honestly, I was like, oh, I could write a movie. Yeah. I could. Because because the who is it Mike Newell who wrote this or no, Curtis Richard, Richie Kurtz so Dick, Dick, Kurtz. Her, Dick Curtis wrote this and he mm. and I looked on Wikipedia and said that he got it just from his experience he started writing it at age thirty four mm. and it took him like fourteen years or something to kind of work on it took him 14 not 14 I don't years think he was write. continuously working it's just I just he kept revisiting it's it or whatever not funny enough but <laughs> it's like he realized at age more thirty four. He had been to 60 weddings in his, you know, 20s and 30s. Like just so That's many. Obscene. Right. So he was just going off of his own experience. I don't want to know that many and people. And according to him, there was someone, there was a woman who made a pass at him at one of the weddings and he turned her down mm-hmm. and he like regrets it to this day. So that was supposed to be the inspiration for the Charles Andy McDowell okay. character romance that they sort of bump into each other. You know, so I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I think that's fine and relatable. We've all been to yeah, a whole mess of weddings. That's like, love, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, but I didn't like the script. So, yeah. um, sorry, continue with the notes. Uh, it's things that we've already touched on. Uh, we know nothing about Carrie, except the only thing we learned about her, that's Andy McDowell's character, is that there's the number of sexual partners she's had. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, we or know basically no facts yeah it she's had sex with 32 or 30 yeah. people or something like yeah. that yeah and then later hugh grant's like i'm a loser so it's I'm just not, not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well you are but not because of that so you i'm are a, a loser. fucking loser <laughs> you're a loser yeah but other than that we don't like what is her job oh, to be fair we also don't know what hugh grant's job is in this mm-hmm. we don't know a lot but just, we still learn more we know about we he has a brother he mm-hmm. we know his friend group you know there's there's mm-hmm. information we find out about he's late to weddings <laughs> right man uh, is not punctual <laughs> <laughs> again referring back to my first note we get it he's always late for weddings Seriously. and then i'm just gonna go ahead and check this one off because yep, i said, it, twi- said it i'm gonna do two check marks double check one um we yeah no exposition really gets revealed at any point about andy mcdowell's character true um, except she's like i got i'm gonna get married because every scene that she's in with hugh grant it's just like hi bad flirting oh, yep. oh. Mm-hmm. and 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 how are you today mm-hmm. and and then it, and then it's raining and then the movie's over quite right <laughs> i didn't even um, notice it was just raining the uh so the the sign language mm-hmm. and uh charles's brother who is deaf or has a hearing impairment of some kind um we were paying close attention to this um one a part that so basically what happens is that hugh grant's brother um it uses sign language british sign language mm-hmm. which BSL. i just learned is mm-hmm. um not the same as American Sign Language, which ASL. makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he's using sign language throughout the movie. Uh, Hugh Grant is signing along with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested to know, because a lot of times uh, actors will learn sign language, sort of, but sure. not in a, in a, sure. it, in like, it's not like 
great. And a lot of, you know, people who use sign language are always like, oh, you should have gotten someone who like can actually sign yeah. better mm-hmm. than this actor. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'm in, I, I don't know enough about it. Um, uh, like how, how, how good Hugh Grant was at it. Does, yeah. does he come across like someone who's been signing since he was a kid, probably with his brother? Right. Right, right, right. Which is, you'd mm-hmm. imagine what would be yeah. the case for these characters. Um, so yeah, but I, I can't, I can't personally speak to that. But there's a scene where another character sees the brother character, whose name is mm-hmm. David, um, and she takes a liking to David. Mm-hmm. So then she starts to learn sign language to be able to communicate with him. Mm-hmm. And then I think at the next wedding that they are both at, she starts to sign with him. And she's saying, oh, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. And but she's Very sweet me- idea. A nice yeah. gesture. Yeah, yeah, nice gesture. Um, and it could just be, this could be demonstrating my, like, not great understanding of British Sign Language, but sh- the way that she's signing, she's like using words that rhyme with mm-hmm. words that she's actually trying to say. So instead of saying, oh, that would mice. be nice, she says that would be mice. It right. might be because she's signing every single letter and basically spelling everything out. I wasn't really sure about that, but if she's signing full words, right. I'm pretty sure that's not how sign language works, where you sign a word and it just happens to rhyme yeah. Like the wrong word, and it just happens to rhyme with the word that you're trying to say. For, like from, from the little I know about ASL, American Sign Language, right. that's not how it works. Right. And hearing you talk about this now, and we were mentioning it during the movie, it's like there still could have been a version of them doing this basic joke, her mm-hmm. messing up sign language, but the brother being still charmed by, and being like, you're still great. This yeah, is great. Totally Where doable. It could have been authentic. I'm reminded of um, Iron Man 3, where mm. Paul Bettany voiced Jarvis. And sure. Jarvis was like shutting down and he the, he was just voicing. He wasn't the vision, but Paul mm-hmm. Bettany was Jarvis and he mm-hmm. was shutting down and he was like, I'm sorry, sir, but I believe that every time I try to speak, I'm fine until the last cranberry. And that's a funny uh-huh. bit yeah. because we know what he was trying to say, mm-hmm. but it's such a far off word. And I'm like, they could have done that. Yeah. She could have signed a wrong. That would be elephant instead of that would be mice. And we would have been like, was she trying to say that would be nice? We mm-hmm. still would have gotten the joke. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Right. Yes. Yeah. So uh, maybe we need to give the movie a benef- the benefit of the doubt and that she is signing every single letter. And that's why it, she said mice instead of nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But because yeah. we've seen that same joke with people learning characters learning another a spoken language yes in yes. which they do say the wrong word because it's We've very close to my big record quitting yeah yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> sure sure yeah right <laughs> so i don't know if they were trying to do that same joke but just with a sign language mm-hmm. in which case it doesn't quite work yeah i don't know again i i can't speak enough to it but i did that did like ping me is like hmm i wonder uh-huh. about this so, uh, but otherwise, I mean, I think it is um, really positive that a you have a deaf or hearing hearing impaired actor mm-hmm. who is playing uh, a character because so often characters with disabilities are played by able bodied mm-hmm. actors, yep. and you know yep. that's problematic for a number of reasons. So, at the very least, the casting was appropriate. Yeah, yeah, we looked it up. That actor is hearing impaired, which is you know, which is awesome. So mm-hmm. cool. Uh, okay, what other what else you got on your notes? Um, let's. Oh, we're going back to Andy McDowell now. Here, I I, I drew an arrow because uh-huh. I wasn't done with her, and I, uh, okay. so it goes down. Um, and it says uh, Andy McDowell is not funny. <laughs> the movie isn't funny. <laughs> Most rom coms aren't funny. Yeah. What do you? Okay, can we get into this? Because I would love to know everybody's favorite romantic comedy ever. 
this is a really tough thing for me. If mm-hmm. you were to ask me, Hector, what's your favorite sci-fi movie? I could come up with one. Favorite horror movie? Favorite? Yeah. All the other genres are easy, but romantic comedy, I'm like, I really well, struggle. I struggle. It's so subjective. I know yours is When Harry Met Sally. That's and your favorite like rom-com. The Princess Bride. But the, is that? I count a The Princess Bride, comedy, but it's also a fantasy, a fantasy mm-hmm. slash like family movie because it's a grandpa, you know, the, right. right? So, but I, but I, I count, uh, I count The Princess Bride as romantic comedy. And there's still some stuff in it that doesn't hold up. No, but sure. it's mostly pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I for me, it would probably be Titanic. Gra- <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, man. When she dies in her sleep at the Honestly, end, it's like okay. that's not his baby. Yeah. First of all, she doesn't die. She has a dream. Oh that's no, no, her no. She dies and no. goes to heaven. She goes Come to Titanic on. heaven. She's having a dream because she just spent so many. She spent two consecutive days Talking telling I know. the story and then so she's gonna have a dream about it it's it on out. her mind i gotta take it out <laughs> no but she she was only alive bush she was only alive because so she, she could tell she that story. throw the the stone back in the ocean I and that was it. her closure i know and that that's she, how everyone interprets it but i <laughs> gotta call jimmy cameron we gotta figure this out hey jimmy Cam's. in the script yeah. it's very ambiguous really you read the script i read the script have Multiple you seen the, is... the, the like any interviews or behind the scenes has anybody asked him or the writer or anybody Oh, what I'd have to the, look into that. What is the intention of that? Does the 200-year-old lady die at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Kella, the Titanic was 1912, not 1812. It was 1912. She's not the bicentennial woman. That she is. <laughs> oh, boy. But this is, um, this is, now this is a great movie debate. I did not know that this was in well, contention. Well, when I come back for the Titanic oh, episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll really figure it. it out. I will like, read the script. She's dead. Will, the whole thing. Yeah. But especially that part where you'll see the ambiguity. Yes. So, okay, I believe in it. her eyes. I believe it. I believe it. I just feel like James Cameron's not usually one for being ambiguous in his movies. What are you movies. talking about? You know, <laughs> Avatar is literal. It's real. <laughs> Have you seen Bill Paxton's performance in any of his movies? It's yeah. very grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, my favorite rom-com would be another one that you don't necessarily think of for, first and foremost as a rom-com, which would mm-hmm. be Groundhog Day, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's but, so funny that you dislike Andy McDowell in this, and yet she is in well, we all one of the best. Dislike yeah, her in this, and yeah, Groundhog isn't that funny? Day. Yeah, but I don't even know if I love her in Groundhog Day. I I kind of do because I think the writing is good. Like I was saying, she starts the story calling out Bill Murray on his bullshit. Yeah, she's got a backbone. Yeah. What I don't like about that movie, what I think does not age well, is that she is not privy to the fact that he is reliving the same day over and over right. again. He so she's being manipulated her. by the situation. True, and it's the thing of like, if there was a Groundhog Day 2 and they puncture through into the next day of reality mm-hmm. and Bill Murray makes it, does he then turn to Andy McDowell and go, you're not going to believe this. You may not believe it, mm-hmm. but I want you to know everything I feel about you is real. And I love you and we're going to be together. But like, I've been alive for 10,000 years. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like, how would a person react to that? Right. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Which is why right. I you're like, right. I mean, She's, Palm Springs, yeah. I really liked. Yes. Because both Me too. parties are, are in in the time loop. I saw yeah. it. So there's a, no I, manipulation yes. there. I saw it on a plane and I told Keller it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Palm Springs. Great. So I guess those are my two favorite rom-coms. <laughs> Palm, Palm Springs is great. That is a rom-com. I like, um. I need to rewatch it, but I remember really liking Crazy Stupid Love. How do we feel about that? Barf. Barf. City. Whoa, Barf Whoa, City. Why? Whoa. Whoa, a whole city made of barf. Whoa. Can you imagine? With some diarrhea suburb. I wow. also <laughs> thought it was like charming. I need at to the rewatch time. it. Yeah, yeah. It's we covered Steve it recently. Carell, he's a, mm. He tricked us. No, I remember liking it because of Emma Stone. 
Sure. Because because there's so many things about the movie that feel like they're cookie cutter rom com, but Emma Stone's character feels again kind of the opposite of an Andy McDowell character, where I felt like she had a lot of decision making and she was you know a character with like to me mm-hmm. she's an actor and character with personality. Ryan Gosling is not. Ryan Gosling is a great actor, but he's very like, how do I put this? Do you know what I mean? Kind of a block of wood, but a good looking block of wood, but mm-hmm. he's not the most charismatic or, you know, I don't know. Does that, do you see what I'm trying to say? I think he deserves more credit than that. Okay. But I'm not I saying he's, I'm saying. not saying he's bad. I'm I saying think he it's is crazy good. You just said that he's but so bad. I don't, when I think of Ryan Gosling, I don't think of him being funny. I don't think of him, being, I think of Paul Rudd as being funny. I sure. think of, do you sure. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think of Emma Stone as being very funny and likable. And so, but. I need to rewatch it because I know it's weird that it's basically yeah. Ryan Gosling teaching Steve Carell how to be a pickup artist yep. in the movie, making no judgment call about that and being like, "Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome that he—they're all pickup artists." <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's okay. what this movie. Is. Okay, I gotta rewatch it. I I re- I do remember thinking at least Dirty does, Rotten Scoundrels is called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I do remember thinking, doesn't the movie sort of go back on that because? He ends up falling in love with and vice versa uh, with Emma it, Stone and Steve Carell gets back with Julianne Moore, his wife. Which are also weird implications because yeah. it's just like, yeah. uh, and now hetero love cures them of their weird toxic <laughs> behavior behavior that they take no accountability for. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hate that movie. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a Barf City. And Diarrhea Suburbs. <laughs> and Diarrhea I own it on Blu-ray, suburbs. so I have to I have to rewatch it. And I have no problem, Caitlin, mm-hmm. and Keller has seen this happen. I have no problem putting on a movie that I loved years ago and mm-hmm. bought and then rewatching it. And, and I turned to Keller and been like, Ugh, I don't want this anymore. Like, and I'll get rid of the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. no this problem. happens to me quite a lot too. No I'm trying to think of what man of steel. I did it man with Superman, steel. man of steel. Wow. I kind of went to bat for that movie, but the past few five plus years have not mm-hmm. been kind. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and, and I had it in 3d Whoa. and I still took that and was like, Keller, I don't, I don't want this anymore. And mm-hmm. now you have it Keller. Yeah. I, I, think, I think he does. <laughs> Yeah, so we have it. <laughs> I want it out of this a, house. It's in a different room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, same. Thank just you. Different yeah, just drawer. Different drawer, just scooched yeah. over. Um, okay, any other rom-coms you can think about? I mean, we watched When Harry Met Sally recently, and I think it's pretty great and holds up. Yeah. Is is, is It's a Wonderful Life comedy? No. It's a. It's not the But same. it's romantic. It's not a rom-com okay. either. It's not rom-com. It's not romantic. I also really. very scandalously hate that movie. Really? I, I get it. I get it. I've I, I've talked about it. I think it is mostly positive, but I get I I know why people have. Although I should rewatch because yeah. everyone's like, oh, it has like really strong like socialist themes, like anti capitalist themes, a little bit, yeah, which yeah. like a I would bit. 100% yeah like, go to right? bat for. That's because I saw it for the first time last year in the pandemic. Mm, okay, Keller showed it to me finally. Also, Harry, when Harry met Sally, and I was like, these are both great, and I was mm. really rooting for. Um, it's a wonderful life, but it's sad. <laughs> yeah i need to re i'll yeah. rewatch it this it's holiday sad season. And it has some but like, it's dated stuff it's like, yeah but it's what? like a movie a, from an the, old maid a movie from the 50s yes. yeah i know yes. i think stuff. 40s or something yes but it's also like mr smith goes to washington also jimmy stewart where it has these ideals it ends with the filibuster and it's like that's yeah. actually not great yeah but yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah utilizing it the way i don't know yeah it ends in a positive with a positive, it's anti big government. Yeah, mm. like yeah, and you go, uh, okay. Oh, I, uh, no. All right, Frank. What else is a good? <laughs> what about my big fat Greek wedding? Is that good? I, th- I yeah, think it's. I think so. Better I than most, better especially than most. since it feels more real than most. I can. I can buy the two main characters 
being into one another. That's the and key the whole thing. family is right. pretty funny. Yeah, that's the key thing. And, and we I got an in sync member in the movie. Yeah. Joey Fatone is Joey in it. He's really in good. The goddamn movie. <laughs> right. That wins at some points. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, th- if Joey Fatone was in this movie, it oh, would five stars. It would win some points. Yeah, five stars. If he was an American who just showed up. Mm, I mean, there are Americans here and there who the movie. But is I'm like wearing Ameri- a cowboy hat. <laughs> or they're you like, you know, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where it's like an evangelist trying to like save somebody. Um, I think that's a problem with so many rom coms and just romantic movies in general is that not enough time is spent developing yep. the relationship and like showing why the characters like each other, why they're compatible. It's always just like they are both hot and they are near each other, and that yeah. is grounds enough for like a relationship. Most romantic movies. Yes. That's what I'm like saying. Not yeah. even a yes. comedy. Totally. Like now I'm thinking best romance movies. And I and I like that you actually buy. Yeah, I think the. F- I've never seen the before trilogy. Oh, I was I was literally about to say oh, that is God. the one example of you a movie that of- actually spends time develop. Mm-hmm. And the the first movie I did rewatch it recently. As much as I love that trilogy, and especially the first two, because the third one is like, oh man, this is how relationships end up after like. So it's a while. too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too sad. Like damn realism. Okay. Um, Thanks. But the Dick first Linklater. movie, Ethan Hawke's character is like kind of uns- insufferable. Mm-hmm. But that's accurate. But, and it really just like sh- they have a convert the whole movie is their conversation and it sh- it like you come to understand why they connect and what they have in common and you know what's mm-hmm. compatible about their worldviews and all this stuff um and very few other movies bother to do that mm-hmm. does so, titanic does a romance get you i don't i honestly do <gasps> not even care about the romance in that movie thank you I, it's what? like second I, vhs tape and that's yes, it that's what I'm i want to watch that shit go down <laughs> my I'll tattoo watch. Are, you just, are you just a no. history buff caitlin is this this <laughs> yeah. is where the movie starts to get good the greatest romance as of soon all. as they know <laughs> between the titanic the sh- and the iceberg the ship and the everybody iceberg, in the audience yeah. is just like kiss yeah <laughs> finally they kiss finally they kiss oh, no <laughs> and then they do and the rest of the movie is a very long orgasm aka yeah. the ship <laughs> exploded <laughs> <laughs> Splitting uh, into <laughs> people hitting that fan on the I way can't down. Wait until we get to the <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm looking at a list of I just looked up on Google like greatest rom coms of all time, and so many of these like I'm greatest like romances of all time. Though. Yeah, so many of these I'm like, no, 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 this is bad. Maybe this one. I thought Crazy Rich Asians did what an about, okay job mm, of again those. What two, about like Atonement? Yeah, romantic. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what's a great and a, and an actually funny yeah. movie, and they're. I would say that, well, it's, it's not a rom-com, though, because the romantic storyline is not the main vehicle of this story. But there mm-hmm. is a strong romantic subplot in She's the Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen I mean, this? I have seen She's the Man. My dad loves that movie. It's, I love that for your dad. Yes, it's true. And he, he just got it. married. So yeah. he knows romance? Yeah, I guess oh, definitely, so. Definitely. I guess more than anybody. <laughs> second marriage? Yeah, I he know. definitely knows romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> fucked up the first one, but the second one, this is going to oh, be because he it. hadn't seen She's the That's Man true. yet. That's exactly. true. Too exactly. late into the first marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah Too late. Like, I got to get a divorce. Now <laughs> yeah. I know how this works. My dad went to my mom and was like, I've seen the movie She's the Man now. And she was already on her way out the door. Like, no. <laughs> No, it's too late. <laughs> anyway, it's great and it's really funny. And mm-hmm. Channing Tatum is a comedic genius in that. It's just that's it's where great. it started. Good in Twenty One Jump See, Street. See, yeah. if I had seen him in that, I would have liked him in other things yeah. before mm-hmm. I liked him in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, me too. Because he was like, I don't care about stepping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's before he got like really swole. 
Yeah. yeah. And so he's just, he's like more relatable and he's just mm-hmm. like a, yeah. a fun, yeah. cute guy being like so fun. It's such a great movie. Okay. Everyone great. should watch How, She's the Man. Are you going to add that to the list? How? I, I, maybe oh, I should. Ooh, yeah. She's See? the Man. So Taylor and I have to watch it. See? I'm How do you feel? Watch it anyway. Caitlin, how do you feel about the movie 500 Days of Summer? Oh, I, I liked it at one point. City in the Diarrhea <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. She, I think she had a more. She, she didn't quite go right to Barf City, but she was like, oh, oh, like okay. the grape lady. So Ga- we got to okay, we gotta, gag city. So she, she fell down on her face what like I a was, grape woman. What I was going to say is that I liked it at one point. Yeah, but then it's Barf City. It's Barf City now. Bar new Barf City. I, I hey, hey, does new Barf City. Does it help or has it helped that? Because I'm in the same boat. I mm-hmm. own it on Blu-ray. The Big Apple. And I and I really liked it when it came out. And it helped me at a time where I was like, man, I'm really struggling romantically when I was a dumb mm. idiot guy and when I was single. And it helped me because I was like, oh, Seasons. don't do this. Don't mm. don't feel like this guy. Don't do, Has it helped at all that like Joseph Gordon-Levitt himself has said, no, 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 my character was in the wrong from the beginning. She set up boundaries. He did not listen to those. He got attached in this way. And all like that kind of reflection that a lot of people have some people have said, Summer is, oh, she's so, she was so why mean. She, yeah, why is she she's such so, a frigid she, bitch? She's so mean. But a lot of people have revisited the movie and gone, no, she's fine. Mm, totally. Okay. The problem, though, is that the movie does not frame it that way. The movie is yeah. asking you to root for Joseph Gordon-Levitt's yes. character and asking you to see her as a villain. So it's all about the framing, even if you are able to look at it yeah. through that new kind of like lens. Yeah. I, I think that... Uh, yeah, you might be right, only because the thing that I pulled from it was like, you are rooting for him to kind of get over her, mm-hmm. but slash get over himself. Well, it's like, Cause, we you didn't know. get enough of Annie McDowell. We don't know shit right. about her. <laughs> right. We don't know shit about yeah. Summer, really, other than the, she's like, she's yeah. crazy. But the thing I think that is good about the movie, it's tough because she's kind of a manic pixie dream girl, but not. Like, mm-hmm. that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt projecting onto the Summer character. Mm-hmm. Sure. I feel like if you did know, if we as an audience did know more about her, and it was more like a 50-50 movie where she, they each had, like, half of the running time, mm-hmm. we we would be like, um, maybe it would be better. But I think it's kind of supposed to be, uh, like, asking us to... But it's not it's doing weird. a good enough the, job. Yeah, the main it. character is, is um, Joseph Joe is the guy's name, and he is the villain in his own story. Mm-hmm. And but the end of it up. isn't like they don't the get back together. The end of it's just like, uh, well, better luck next time. Not like, man, I really got to work on myself. Well, right. I, I disagree. I think he does improve himself. I wouldn't. But s- it's just not. I wouldn't say that's the point of the movie, though. Yeah, which it should have been. Be. It should have been because the joke is that he then runs into a woman whose name is Autumn. Autumn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like Christ. really, and he even looks at the camera. It's that kind of you know. Yeah, and then he her. winks. And yeah, he gives the camera yeah. a smooch. We'll <laughs> see you in the and sequel. And then it goes black, and it's just his um, lips. And yeah, then it... <laughs> but like he, it, it, I, I liked the message of that's all, folks. Of he goes and and decides to quit his job and become an architect mm-hmm. in the and not worry about looking for romance you know and, and not being the same person he was who he was like that's all he cared about was like i need to find my true love bullshit bullshit sure. bullshit architects you know there in rom-coms and then he <sighs> i feel like that's lot. one of the go-to it's a jobs. common yeah. job right? yeah, yeah i'm an architect i have kind of money but also i am kind of artistic but it's like a stable mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. I, I should have this apartment in new york city yeah exactly <laughs> i can afford it but then he in his path of doing work stuff and not thinking about that at all then he meets another woman who the movie hints like oh could this be be 
someone who he could also be with mm-hmm. hints heavily at that i don't know i think you're right i think it could have been more about him bettering himself and she and then that's when something she happens. should have been like actually i just saw the first two hours of this movie i'm not gonna be with you <laughs> <laughs> a better version of it would be if that they we see their relationship uh for the first like whatever 17 minutes the inciting incident is them breaking up and the rest mm-hmm. of the movie is him being like wow i really gotta work on myself because i was a toxic mm-hmm. yeah and looking shit. back on other parts of the relationship and because the whole the movie's all flashbacks and different shit right, right. like it goes to different days of summer uh, throughout the yeah, 500 yeah, yeah. that breaks down why know. it didn't work and why it was because of him yeah mm-hmm. and then having a closure because at the end i really also like where Zoe Deschanel's character is like, I'm getting married. And Joe mm-hmm. is like, the fuck? You said you were never going to get married. And she goes, I know, but I met the person. Mm-hmm. And the first thought I thought, which was really messed up, was Joe was right. Because Joe had said, well, you're going to want to get married once you meet the right person. Mm-hmm. Kind of, that was his perspective. Those were his values. Sure. Zoe didn't agree. And but then no, she met just somebody. another funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, anyway, there was some closure there. But yeah, that could have been... I wonder how, and that movie only came out in 09, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's a 20-year-old movie. I know. Wild. Okay, any other rom-coms that are bad and good, or good or bad? I'm trying to think of any other. I so. have a letterbox list of my favorite romantic movies. Ooh. Um, I think there are four movies on it. <laughs> Jurassic Whereas, Park, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Titanic. Versus like, uh, I'm not even a big horror buff, but I have a like my favorite spooky movies, and there's like dozens of movies on mm-hmm. that list. So mm-hmm. I can only think of four romantic movies. Oh, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can come up with some more. That, but but that you, I like real that I would like like go you buy so far the romance to own on DVD, yeah, for yeah, example. Yeah, and yeah. Titanic's not on this list. Titanic is so it's not that I buy the romance. It's more that these are romantic movies that I enjoy. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so it's Titanic. You need a separate list, mm-hmm. and we're just like, this is a believable relationship. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah. And then there would be like three movies yeah, on exactly. the list. Yeah, <laughs> the Before Trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, uh, Before Sunrise and Sunset is on my list. Titanic is on my list. And wow. Shakespeare in Love, oddly really? enough, is on that list. I haven't seen that. Because I like it, and it's a romantic Gwenny movie. Pout. It is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I want to. I need to give that a shot. It's not I, bad. I think I haven't seen it since the nineties. Billy Shakes. Yeah. He wrote yeah. it, right? Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I was pretty, in love. Pretty good. <laughs> anyway, here's me when I was in love. <laughs> I thou for rot in love. Stop. Freeze. I know what you're thinking. How did I get myself into this situation? I'm William <laughs> Shakespeare. Well, I guess what? I'm in love. I'm in love. Here's what happens next. You're never <laughs> gonna believe my it. Famous it's, like a, it's like a BuzzFeed article, and you'll never guess what happens next. <laughs> Top ten reasons I'm in I'm love. In love. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> Gwenny Pouts. Gwenny Pouts. <laughs> Number seven will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was a man. Turns out she's a woman. I didn't write any of my plans. right that is a thing that people think caitlin what movie would you like to contribute to the list bill shakespeare's full of shit Mm, i would like to well i was gonna say um billy elliott because it's another british Mm -hmm. oh yes um not good and endearing and compelling unlike this funny uh and actually funny funny. and it's not even a comedy per se and it's funnier than this comedy that we watched. But I also hawked She's the Man so much. You did. That I think I'm going to add that. She's the oh, Man. Fuck. Whoa. I think that's our first Amanda Bynes vehicle <gasps> on the You're list. You're welcome. I think it is. I think it is. I hope she's doing okay. Me too. Because. I don't know. She was like a comedy icon to me as a child. She was very funny. There was a reason she got a spinoff show from all that. 
There was a yeah. re- man, she's man, very man. talented. She was, man, 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 she man, was man, one man, of the show. real talented folks on there. I just want to double. Ch- I just want to make sure and double check that nobody else has picked. She's the man. Oh sure. <laughs> I would not be surprised. We're good. Okay, somebody oh. picked. Sh- it's Siege. The man is now between Shin Godzilla and Shaun of the Dead. You're good to go. Ooh. You're good Great. to go. Simon Pegg could be a Paddington villain. Ooh. <gasps> That Ooh. would actually be great. Right? That would be a lot of fun. That'd be a good one. I, uh, oh, I love him. Yeah, you had some fantastic picks for Paddington. Three is still happening, right? What's of the course. update? Yes. That? Okay. It's, uh, I don't know if they're in production or if it's still in development. Okay. I don't really know the status. Who's directing it? Who's writing it? Same team? It's not the same director, uh, director unfortunately. Mm. Paul King is not returning, although I'm hoping he like changes his mind. Produced, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Or like, but he, yeah, he's has involved, notes. I think. Yeah, but not. It's as another one of the mighty Bush people, though, right? Uh, I actually don't know. I I I'm never like great about keeping up to date on this kind of news. Kaylin, there's only a couple things I expect from you as a friend. Hmm. Does it pass the Bechdel code? No, everything about <laughs> Titanic. Uh-huh. No, everything about Paddington's. Uh-huh. And does it pass the Bechdel test? That's it. <laughs> and I failed so much today. <laughs> There's no you, director. You have, a, have evolved past the Bechdel test. Well, then, in that case, then Caitlin's right because I was about to ask her. So, no director has been announced mm-hmm. and no director for Paddington okay. 3 has been okay, announced. Then. So, so you, I you know. was Caitlin right. should do it. You know. the, the whole, and I should do it. And mm-hmm. I should be oh cast to play Paddington. Have okay. you seen? Have you Sorry, seen? Ben. There's a Paddington. Have you watched the TV show? Show. No, the um, animated one? Yeah. The recent one. Um, ben Wishaw mm-hmm. voices Paddington in it. Really? Yes. I haven't that's seen awesome. it. Guys, that's okay. real. I believe it. I be- Has Chelsea started watching it yet or no? We started watching the first one. Okay, cool. Wait, here's my other tattoo. That I yeah. Got. <gasps> Two, like three. Oh my God. Oh, if you're kind of polite, I didn't even need to know what, what it was. I knew I exactly what it that's was. That's fresh. Look at it's, that. Yeah, it's, all, it's like peeling. Don't peeling. touch it. Ooh, ouch. Sorry. It's itchy, but no, it's fine. I've never had a tattoo. I don't know. That's amazing. This is my second one that I wow. got. Um, the, the Titanic one, the first one. What did like you two months ago? What did like you movies? think of the Bowen Yang weekend update? Oh, amazing! <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. I missed it, dude. I don't know Keller. what you're talking about. You got it. He comes out as the iceberg from Titanic. Oh, okay. Like, no one wants to hear this. my story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, first of all, you ran into me. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. Yeah, That's we'll, so we'll watch it. Didn't that get him an Emmy nomination? Or like Did it? I'm not sure. I mean, for, I think for the whole season, but like he was a featured player. And I mm. feel like it was SNL history. It was like maybe the first time a featured player was ever nominated I for an Emmy. I think newbies are going to like, make SNL mm. good again. Uh, you know. Make There's SNL a good crop right now. Yeah, that's that's the that's the job. You know, yeah. SNL will always be bad and good at the same time. It's always like a Schrodinger's cat. But it's like, uh, just like get rid of know. everybody. I mean, yeah, as long as Colin Joseph's still there, I mean, fuck. Yeah, you know, my <laughs> biggest thing. He's the number one fan of this podcast, yeah. too, and I'm sorry. This is the way he has to hear it. Hey, sorry, buddy. Sorry. Um, Go tell Scarlett Johansson how sad you are. This yeah. podcast made you. <laughs> my, my thing is, I want Peacock to have, like, customized searches with Saturday Night Live. I don't know Live. why there's not just, like, an SNL right? app. Right, like, which I'm you like, can if, search by right. sketch, you can search yes. by character, there should you can be search by cast member, exact thing, even musical guests. Like put on a clip playlist yep. that just that's plays. It. That's it. You should be able to go to somebody's house, type in Bowen Yang on Peacock, and it'll show you At every someone's house sketch he's in. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, on right? SNL in a row. You know, yeah, at someone else's house. Then you go yeah. to your house and you and type like, in. I wish I was at their house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> type in like Wayne's World, and you can see every Wayne's World sketch in mm-hmm. a row. But you can only watch you every know? person's sketches at someone else's house. Yeah, so it's like 
<laughs> Craig gets yeah. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Lucky Craig. <laughs> Gotta go to Craig's house. <laughs> Caitlin, who would you get on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, who favorite? do you want? You Keenan, who's your favorite? Cast member. Sedakis? Currently? Ever no, of all time. Ever of all oh time. My goodness. Chris Farley? The one I season mean, with Eddie Murphy? I don't. Robert I have, Downey Jr. Here's what sketches. I have. Julia Louis-Dreyfus? I have Best of Will Ferrell on DVD that yep. I bought in like 2002 or yep. something like We've that. All got Those that. best of? <laughs> They're great. Everybody had best of Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I'm not saying that's my answer, but I'm just. Uh, I have. I think I have that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. Oh my gosh, there, I I haven't watched this show in over a decade, so I'm Saturday Night I'm, Live. Yes, but that's not true. You saw the Bone Yang sketch. Well, that Who, one. We sketch. all watched We're, clips. Yes, but that's how SNL is now. I couldn't tell now. you a musical guest from the that's last fine. twenty years. You guys, we don't have to sit and watch the hour half show anymore. <laughs> True. Which right. if we see a sketch, yeah, it's the Sunday or the Monday after, and it's mm. trending on Twitter. We're watching Saturday Night Live. That counts. I see your point. Yeah, it's okay. 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 It's right. just a, that's just how the shows evolved now. If you say so. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. So you have seen. Uh, so SNL is just yeah. YouTube. True. Yes. <laughs> that's right. All that's right. what it's turned into. Yeah. SNL is just their own Lonely Island at this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. <gasps> they make their own. I do love shorts. Andy Samberg. So that would I'm be your cast member. Yeah, mostly because he's really. Really? But yeah. also very funny. And funny. Is, is the thing. Oh, and so hot, yeah. And funny. And wow. he's in a, yeah, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Oh, right? He's in Palm Springs. Oh, right? He's got Man. your number. I pitched him to be a, a Marvel superhero in the Marvel movies that hasn't been cast yet. Oh, yeah. A lot of people thought it was great. A lot of people were mad at me. They're like, no, he sucks. I'm like, you're an idiot. It's because no, people wrong. are dumb. Good, hilarious. <laughs> it's because yeah. there are people who are like, Hot Rod's not good. Yeah. And that's a person I don't have an opinion Look, about. Like, in a positive manner. Like Caitlin said when I asked if she liked uh, Love Actually, and you were like, I Barf saw it when City. I was in my 20s. <laughs> no. What did you say? I said, um, I at one point loved it because I was 18 at the time. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> AKA exactly. you were dumb. <laughs> I had a mushy brain and uh-huh. that was not fully developed yet, and Borage. I had bad taste. And that's the same for people who don't like Yeah, you'll grow hot into rod. liking Hot Rod. <laughs> It's like a fine wine. The smartest, the more, the mature, only mature you get. Well. You know what I think is maybe the best movie he's been in so far. Movie is um, Pop Star. I think that is. I love Pop Star. Star. Never stop so stopping. Brilliant. It's so funny. Brilliant. Super funny movie. It is super smart. So super smart. Funny. I think it has a sly wit, genuine feeling, and farce. <laughs> and farce. <laughs> yeah, that's a real farce. <laughs> Caitlin, you're yes. the best. Thank you so much for coming over and hanging out with us and watching this movie and talking it, about rom-coms. It has been my Thank absolute so much. pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, and Thank I can't wait to come back garbage. for Titanic. The Shrekathon. Yes. I mean, Titanic. And Shrekathon. Shrekathon. I'll come over every week, honestly. The Honda Shrekathon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin, where can people follow Sunday, your... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> where can people follow your work, and is there anything that you would like to promote that you uh, want to highlight? I'll just promote my podcast, The Bechtel Cast, which, even though it is named after the Bechtel Test, mm-hmm. uh, is like not. We've moved, we've, we're past yeah, that. We're past that. We talk about way. We have way more nuanced discussions about intersectionality mm-hmm. when it comes to film analysis, mm-hmm. but it's also fun. <laughs> <laughs> that bit does not sound super fun. the two hosts are the funniest. <gasps> Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Um, so check that out, and then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin Durante. Do it. Awesome. And at Paddington. Because <laughs> that Paddington is Caitlin. follows me on Twitter. He only follows like 100 people, yeah, and I'm you one of those. Lawrence Pugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And that's it pretty much the, it. Be, it, was, it was the best day of my life. The only wow. follower you care about. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Keller, what's the next movie we're watching, and uh, 
Where can people stream it? Is what I'll say. What's Ooh, the next movie? Also, super British. What is it? Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Oh, wow. That's oh, There's going to be fun. a bunch of people in that movie that I'm mean, like, yeah, they should be a Paddington villain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, here's what's upsetting about that movie is it's basically copaganda, mm-hmm. and yet it's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. are British cops the same as cops? Yes. But yeah. it's also. I think they're not great. They, they don't carry have, guns. Right. Most, or some of them do. Fun I don't copaganda know. Movies. Yeah, but it still is right. having At its cake time, and it eating yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or porridge, I should say. I don't know. Um, it is streaming what? on, you know, because they British have, people have cake. No, they have porridge. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they sit on tuffets. I know what, what I'm talking oh, about. Here's your birthday porridge. Um, yeah, thank you. That's right. Oh, your candles out. Oh, sorry, oh, candles sunk into sunk your into. porridge. <laughs> I want some fish and chips. Your porridge is on fire. Yeah. Uh, so it's so Hot Fuzz is streaming on Directv for subscribers. On Cinemax Go for subscribers and Spectrum for subscribers. Otherwise, it's rentable everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And Keller has it on Blu-ray, so there you go. Folks, that was four weddings. That was three weddings, a funeral, and a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, thanks again for coming over. Thank you. Five funerals. Five funerals. (laughs) Uh, Marriage is a sham. Keller, congrats on your engagement. Thank you. Thank you so much. Upcoming nuptials. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.